Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. You need to say it's time. Yo, listen, hype beasts. Masks protect you and your dank squad. Because caring about other people is the new not caring about other people. My fellow Americans, I think we all know where this is going, so let's just skip to the end. Event Lab. It's 2020. That was Paul Rudd, right? That was. <laughs> Kansas City kid. Oh, that promotional video about wearing masks. Paul Rudd did it right. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Vent Lab, episode 99. 99! Can you believe Do you know what that means? It means that the next episode is episode 100. 100! I, jeez, you know, I feel like it took longer to get here than I thought, but had I done the math in the start at the beginning, it probably would have been like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You know, we've been doing this podcast for over a year, and for some reason, I line up like 100 podcasts should be within the first year, right? Yeah, that's what I keep thinking. Like, we should have been celebrating episode 100 and our one year at the yeah. same time. But nope, that's, that's not the case. It's not the way it works. You know what? We might be in danger. Because it's 2020 and everybody's in danger uh -huh. at all times. Exactly. Of celebrating our 100th episode this Friday on the live stream. I, I don't think we're in danger. I think that's the plan. I know, but what if what if my daughter tests positive for COVID? Oh, then it's fine. You're still coming? Psst. Rebecca, I learned something today. <laughs> That has Knowledge totally changed my outlook. <laughs> it's changed my outlook on wearing masks in public. Uh -huh. It's changed my outlook on avoiding the plague, oh, like gosh. the plague. Uh -huh. It's changed my outlook entirely of I don't think this was the intention of the safety. knowledge you received today. I, I received an email this morning from Jeff Bezos, my pal. Your boss. My boss. My boss's 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 boss. I received a... He's your boss. I mean, right. he's, you know. he's up there a ways, but he's your boss. In a roundabout way, he's my boss. And, uh, you know, if Jeff, if Jeff Bezos tells me to do something, I'll do it. If he's like, Nathan, I need you to take this $100,000 to the bank and put it in your bank account, I'll... I have no choice. I have to listen to him. You gotta do what you gotta do. I have to. I don't want to get fired. Anyway, I received an email this morning from Amazon saying that they're going to start doing tests in the building. Like math tests? No, algebra. It's worse. <laughs> no, they're going to do uh, nasal swabs. Oh, fun. Right. It's going to be so fun. And uh, along with that, they informed us that if we test positive, we have to take two weeks off. And it's paid. <gasps> you know, right? Like, guys are meaning clear. Very pleasant. What did I just hit? Thanks oh, no. <laughs> was that? You, you hit the weather. Was that? That was Brian Busby. Brian? All right. Well, now we have to listen to it. <laughs> that was my weather from KMPC today. Skies remaining clear, very pleasant, a little bit of haze, thanks to the f all the uh, fires out west. Otherwise, look for mostly clear skies, 70s this evening, 60 tomorrow morning. High temperature tomorrow, 83 degrees, plenty okay. of sunshine continuing, not quite as warm on Thursday, a high temperature of 76. From Channel 9, I'm First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Nah, no, no. <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> throwing the names like that. We're not a sponsor of those guys. I I really thought when you were talking about how you get two weeks paid if you test positive for COVID, I thought you were like, sunny skies. Sunny skies, <laughs> baby. Weather outlook looks great. <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing there in the beginning? It sounds like he's like playing you know, with something on his guys desk. Guys remaining clear, very pleasant, oh, a little bit of haze. There's a lot of the, times. All the uh, fires out west. Yeah, Brian Otherwise, just drops for stuff. Mostly clear is, is he like fumbling with stuff in his hand and he, he just drops He it? sometimes drops things while he's recording. No need to re-record. Uh, there's been times where he was driving in a car while he was <laughs> recording. There's always noise in the background when Brian is recording. Uh, I love it. You know what I love about Brian? What? He loves cats, and he just got another new cat. He has, like, three cats, and his newest one is adorable. 
Really? Uh-huh. I didn't, yeah. I never would, well, actually, uh, if you asked, do you think Brian Busby is a cat guy? I probably would have said yes. Because he's a cool guy. Because he's a cool guy. Uh-huh. But I didn't, I didn't take him for a three cat guy. Yeah, okay, but let's go back to the fact that if you test positive for COVID, right. you get two weeks paid off. Yeah, how great is that? That is great, but I don't think you should be trying to get COVID. Why now, not? Though I don't blame you, but it is it is a very serious disease. Yeah. You 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 don't want it, but if you get it, it deal. softens the blow that you get two weeks paid. Right. And Rebecca, you texted me also uh, yesterday, was it? Whenever yeah, you- a little FYI. Grace is sick. We don't know what she has. She went back to school last week. They're in the classroom. Um, she started with a sore throat this weekend, but I told her, hey, no worries. With the weather change, I had a sore throat last week. It's probably just allergies or something. She didn't have any other symptoms. So she comes home from school yesterday with a fever. Oof. She's got some drainage. Um, she's a little nauseous, a little dizzy. Did I mention fever? Yeah, she had a fever. I don't think she really has a cough, though, yeah, but really sore throat. This isn't sounding great to me. This doesn't really sound like COVID. It, it doesn't sound good, uh, but... I guess it's worth a shot. Also, um, her teacher went home sick as well. And one of her friends that was walking to school with her each day went homesick with the same symptoms. Mm. So we had to go this morning and give a, get a COVID test just to make sure because she is in a classroom. And so we need to make sure all the other kids know. So I gave you the FYI, FYI like, hey, just so you know, you can make this choice whether you want to come over or not. She may have it, but she may not. Probably doesn't. Yeah, which I then replied and said... Not a big deal. I'll come anyway. Worst case scenario, she has COVID. I get COVID. I have to take two weeks off work and I get to play video games all day. And then I found out this morning that should that happen. The deal just got sweetened. (laughs) I get paid for the two weeks. I thought I got to get that. I can't get to the Crockett sooner. We're eating dinner at the table and Grace is back in her room where she's been for the last couple days. And she comes out and I was like, Grace, no, not while Nathan's here. You have to go back and stay in your room. And Nathan's like, no, Grace, come join us. Come sit next to me. What? Let's eat dinner. I'm not. Listen, you know, just because we'll just share the same glass. (laughs) You done with that fork? (laughs) I don't want to listen. The relationship, the friendship, the camaraderie. It's way more important to me to make sure that that is in a healthy place than for my body to be in a healthy place, uh, you know? You're going to get a random sinus infection now, and it's not going to be COVID, and you're still going to have to go to work. But I'm going <laughs> to milk it for all it's right, worth. Right, right. You know I will. Uh, I would, even if COVID wasn't going on, because I'm a wuss whenever it comes to sick. Is there a limit to how many times you can test positive? See, I don't know. Like... <laughs> And, and see, I don't know if, if there's a limit to how many times I can get tested. Like, this is this just going to be a week thing? Like, you come in, you get tested, you're not positive, you're good. And then that's all the tests they do. Is this yeah, like I a weekly thing? I wonder how frequently they're going to test. Now, like the flu, you can only get it once. You don't get it again. Coronavirus, they think you can only get it once, but there was that one guy that got it twice. So there is a possibility you could get it again. Yeah. Can you imagine... The only thing better at this point for me, the only thing better than getting COVID would be to get fired and collect unemployment. Well, I mean, it's not ideal, though. But I'm still getting paid regardless for doing as little work as possible. Yeah, it's as little work as possible and still get paid. I'm just trying to live here, man. I'm just trying to live here. Oh my gosh. Okay, you want to hear a fun story? Yes. So, Sunday, Grace and I were running to the store. This was before we thought she had COVID. Really? How far away was the store? Not very far. Probably two or three miles. That's not a bad run. That's like a 5K. It's not It's not a bad drive either. To there? 
And then you guys ran back as well? Did you have okay, stuff in your hands? Okay, no, we drove the car. We oh. drove my Jeep. All right, well, that's a anyway, story just got significantly so less interesting. we jump in the Jeep, we run into the store, we just got to grab a couple things. So we get there, I get out of the Jeep, and you text me, because you were in Lincoln this weekend, so you're texting me about your time in Lincoln. Yep. So I'm I'm texting. I'm not even looking where I'm going. I'm just looking at Gracie's feet and where she's going. She's leading the way. So I respond back to you. Pay no attention to my vehicle. Go inside the store. We do our grocery shopping. We come out. I was texting you back again, coming out to the vehicle. Grace went ahead and was like putting stuff in the back of the Jeep. And then I looked up at the hood of my vehicle and there was something on it. And I was like, who left something on the top of my Jeep? Like on the hood of it. No, like it was like an item. Just like like hanging out on the hood of there. And I couldn't like make out what it was. And so I got closer and I realized that is a phone and a wallet. Oh, not my phone, not my wallet. Did you take it and run? So I got even closer drive and it's my husband's phone and wallet. No, he was outside working on his truck and he must have came out and put his phone and wallet on the hood of my Jeep thinking I wasn't going anywhere, but I saw him outside and I said, Grace and I are running to the store. He watched us back out of the garage He didn't see that his stuff was still sitting on it. When I look out the windshield, I can't see my hood. I did not see the items sitting on the Jeep. Not only did I drive all the way there and they stayed on the Jeep, but while I was in the grocery store shopping, nobody took the iPhone and the wallet off of the hood of my vehicle. Okay. That's either a testament to how nice people are in Lansing Leavenworth or how broke your husband is. <laughs> what kind of iPhone are we talking about? It was here? an iPhone 6. All right, that makes sense. <laughs> I bet they walked up and they were like, ooh, an iPhone. And then they flipped it over and they're like, an iPhone 6. Ah, never mind. No, and they put it back down. They're like, you know what? Dude has an iPhone 6. I'm not even looking in the wallet. It's not even worth my time. So I get Grace's attention and I'm like, Grace, look at this. And she sees it and she's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe dad left his phone and wallet on the hood of your car. So we grab it off. We're driving home and I'm like, should I give him a hard time when we get home and like not say anything about it until he's like looking for it and then be like, yeah, you left it on the hood of the Jeep. And she's like, no, we need to tell him right away. Well, there was no question when we got home, he was looking for it. Like he was disassembling the garage when we got home. (laughs) He's going nuts. Yeah. Like you could see the anxiety, like the aura of anxiety around him. (laughs) No, please. No, no. (laughs) Going around the garage. No. (laughs) Do we have the freaky freak? Oh, I don't have it. No. (laughs) So um, she holds up his phone in his wallet and she's like looking for this. And he's like, yes. Then he's like, oh my gosh, I've left it on the hood of the Jeep. He's like, my wallet, my phone, and my keys. And we're like, what? (laughs) Wait, keys? There's no keys on the hood. And he's like, what? My keys are gone? And we're like, I mean, your wallet and your phone are here. Like, that's two out of three, Jay West. Like, not bad. I mean, like the most important thing stayed on. So like, that's good, right? And he's like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So he's losing it again. Like he's <laughs> thankful his iPhone and his wallet are there, but he's like, my keys. And I'm like, well, let's go back and find it. So he jumps in the Jeep. We start driving back to the store. And of course, he's like leaning forward, like totally tense. Anxiety level is high. He's literally adding up the cost it's going to be to replace (laughs) each key. Like my truck key costs this. The key to get into the church building costs this. Like, And I'm like, well, I have a church key. And he's like, it doesn't matter. There's a replacement cost to the key. Each key has a number. I'm oh like, okay. Gosh, he's going okay. full ginger yeah. rage. Yeah. He's, no. He's like <laughs> table flipping rage right wow. now. Wow. <laughs> 
So then I remember as we're driving, looking along the side of the road for the keys, when Grace and I pulled into the grocery store, she heard something and said, what was that? And I was like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't care. Uh, probably nothing like, important. I bet that was the keys. And so I tell him, like trying to calm him, I bet it's in the driveway of the grocery store, like because that's where I turned and Grace heard the noise. But he's he's still not convinced. He's not calming down until we get to the driveway and you see them clearly like in the driveway to the grocery store. So I pull over and he jumps out and gets them and the keys are like all bent oh, because no. he has like this metal golf shoe keychain. That was under the keys. And so the keys were like laying over the top of this metal shoe. So when cars were driving oh, over it, it was bending his keys over gosh. the shoe. Anyway, he got the keys straightened out enough that they're usable again. But oh my gosh, have you ever like driven a long distance with something that you left on the car? I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I ever have. I. I remember a story of my dad leaving like a Sam's pizza on top of the car one time. That seemed to have a pretty big impact on my older siblings. <laughs> I, I don't the know pizza if pizza stayed lot. on the entire time. I don't know. I don't remember if it stayed on or if it fell and then they're like, they went back to get it and there was like tracks going through it or what. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I don't, I don't think I've, I think maybe maybe like a pop can on like the back like i've done trailer that. hitch type area you know yes like left a pop can like opened on the back and it stayed there the entire yeah, time and you get home and, and it's like oh i didn't yeah. realize i didn't drink all that yeah it, it's weird that things stay there but i don't think i personally i'm sure i have but I don't know if I ever have. But a, an iPhone and a wallet and keys. Just like, on the hood of your car? Yes. And he said he stacked them one on top of the other. So while I was driving, they obviously moved because the phone was laying right next to the wallet. Like they were side by side. And obviously the keys rolled off at some point. So there was some movement, but they stayed on. Those are like the most important things. Like when you leave the house, you're like, I got my phone. I got my wallet. I got my keys. Right. You and do the those, old triple tap. Yeah. Those were on the hood of my Jeep. What? How did you not notice that they're on the hood of your Jeep? So, like I said, I could not see the hood while I was driving. What do you mean you couldn't see the hood while like, you're driving? Out my windshield. Like, when I look out my windshield, I don't see the hood. What? Yeah. I've driven your Jeep. It's like 90% hood. I don't see the hood. I don't. How tall are After you? After this podcast, we will go out there and you can sit in the seat and look out. You won't see the hood. I feel. I feel like I was. Uh, I was annoyed whenever I drove your Jeep. I was annoyed at how much of the hood I could see. Nope, you don't see the hood. And when I got out to go to the grocery store, I didn't see it because I was texting you. So oh, I feel so like you're my, partly oh. to blame. Oh, not Jay West who left it there. Right, it it's for, my fault. For texting me and me responding back to you when I should have been paying attention to what was on the hood of my car. Sure. Okay. <sighs> well, you got the keys, you got the phone, you got the wall, everything. Yeah. If you guys if you guys have left something odd on the hood of your car, we want to know about it. Text us 816-787-1511. What's the craziest thing you've ever left on the hood of your car? A child. I've heard of people doing that, like no. leaving the car seat up there. That's terrifying. Yeah. I've you never ever, done that. Have you ever chased after somebody who left something on there? I, you know, I think that I've pulled up next to somebody and like got their attention to say they left something, but uh-huh. it was not like a child. I've always, I've always wanted, if I drove a motorcycle, I would want to have a scenario where I drive my motorcycle up to somebody's car and grab whatever it is that they left on the outside of their car and then hand it to them through their window. Have you ever seen a video like that? Um, Yeah, Walterific. He actually has videos where he's done that. Yeah, man. I don't know why. I just want to do that someday, you know? Do you feel like the hero if you've done that? I just think it'd be cool. I mean, yes, I would feel like the hero and like a good guy, but I just think... How cool would that be to be the person driving and then this motorcycle pulls up and you're already kind of jazzed a little bit because Mm -hmm. it's like, why is this motorcycle guy so close? Is he going to pull out a a bat club, a 
a baseball bat or like a chain and road you never rash know with my motorcycle. You know, is drivers, he going to start you know? kicking my door in Riders. or something? Right. They're violent folk, uh-huh. you know, these motorcycle riders. And then for them to tell you to roll down your window and you're like, is this some on the road, road rage? What's going on? And then you see in their hand, they have your phone or your wallet or your keys or your coffee cup and or something like that. you're like, you stole my wallet? You're like, how, how did you, you do that? Wallet? That was in my wallet. That was in my pocket. <laughs> Are you a magician? David Blaine, is that you? <laughs> Take off the helmet. I want to see. Yeah, I just think that'd be a cool situation all, all around, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I went to uh, Lincoln this weekend mm-hmm. for a triathlon. Mm-hmm. Did you run in it? No. No, you went just to, I mean, you went just to observe a triathlon? I just triathlon? went to observe my brother-in-law, Bradley, who married my sister, Abby. They have been on the podcast before because they... Yes, and Bradley has an unusually unkept amount of facial hair. Yeah, and a bit of a goatee now, too. It looks pretty good now. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Yeah. Um, he looks like he'd own a lot of guns. More more than he does. Um, anyway. <laughs> it makes me think of like Yosemite Sam. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so my brother, uh, my brother-in-law and then our mutual friend, Clay Swanson, Clay Swanson Photography, they, he took our pictures for the podcast. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. But if he wants to sponsor us, by all means, <laughs> let's go get more pictures. Anyway, they both ran, raced, swam, biked, whatever. They did a triathlon in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, and I went to cheer them on. However, there was a bunch of rules And email after email after email of them saying, no spectators allowed. None whatsoever. But yet you made the trip. But we made the trip. The plan was. To break the rules. The plan all along was to break the rules. Yes. If they allowed it. (laughs) If they were like, no way. I know you guys sent like 15 messages that says like no spectators. But like, I think you're going to change your mind once I get there. But like, what if we just spectated, you know? Or what? What if, okay, how about this? let me in and I promise I'll close my eyes. Like they say no, but do they mean no? Right. Is this like a, a mom and dad no or is this like a grandma no? <laughs> you know? Anyway, it turns out to be more of a grandma no because they said whenever they first started the triathlon, which if you don't know, it goes swimming, biking, running. Whenever they took off in the water, they said there was like 50 spectators there on the beach. Um, and so we could have been there, but I didn't want to get up that early. Um, so we didn't, but we did drive to the lake and pulled off in a little parking spot so that we could watch him ride the bike. And then we changed location so that we could watch the running portion as well. And by that time they looked very, very dead and not going to lie. Part of me wishes that I did it too. Really? Yes. Because a triathlon is relatively easy. Okay. I think. Okay. Hear me out on this. Oh my gosh. Hear me out on this. A triathlon, I personally believe a triathlon is easier than a marathon. Because a marathon, 26 miles straight running, once you hit like mile, like what is it, 19 or something like that, you have the wall and and you got to get past that wall and then you're just basically zoned out and like you got to just like, you're like you're going off of like your fumes. Like it's just your alternator. Your battery has stopped. It's just you're moving because you haven't stopped moving. Are you speaking from personal experience or from hearing this story from others? I'm speaking from research that I've done because (laughs) I have done a lot of running. What? You think, look at me. You think I ran a marathon? (laughs) I was just talking about how I want to get COVID so I can spend two weeks playing video games. You think You're I've ran a marathon? About, like how easy a triathlon is because you've heard this about a marathon. Let me finish explaining. A marathon, you have to get through that wall, okay? And it's it's very mind gamey and mind gamey. Stop! Why are you mocking me? Listen, a triathlon I think is easier because it's not twenty six miles. Okay, well, part Uh, of it's 26 miles. You run, or sorry, you swim like maybe a mile. So you have to hold your breath while you're running, basically. You don't hold your, okay, hold on. Your son was a swimmer. Uh Uh-huh. Do you think he was swimming 500 meters all underwater? Mostly. 
I would say 90% of it was underwater. I disagree. That's a lot of, no, you, you freaking go whoosh, whoosh, breathe, whoosh, whoosh. Nope, he was only allowed to take two breaths on a um, length. Okay, well, this is a triathlon. You're in the middle of a lake. So, Nobody's I mean, if you're not there good, it a, doesn't matter. But if you're good, you want to... If you can swim a mile... Swim 90% of it under the water. If you can if you can take two breaths for every 100 meters, then by all means, do it. I cannot. And by gosh, it's easier if you don't. So, like I said... <laughs> Why are you making this harder than it needs to be? Listen. You're sharing listen. information that you've heard about to determine that a triathlon is easier, though you've not done either. Rebecca! <laughs> let me finish. Right, okay, so you swim in this triathlon, which it does change between triathlons, but in this triathlon, they only swam 750 meters because of COVID. They brought it back down. Only. Only 750 meters. That's so like half a mile. So they swam that, and then you get off and you bike. You only bike 26 miles. I don't know if you've ever ridden a... Yes, you have. We talked about this earlier. Mm -hmm. Biking 26 miles on, like, a nice road bike is not that hard. I'm not speaking from experience because I've never done it. It depends on the terrain. Here's what I know. Right. Here's what we're you know from Reese. We're talking about a paved road, Rebecca. Uh-huh. And it's like... It doesn't matter if it's paved if there's hills. Are we talking about a flat terrain? Or are we talking about... 70% flat. Okay. And if you train on hills, then what hills you do encounter, it's not going to be a big deal. I rode a bike nine so miles. So you've heard. Okay, shut up. I, without any training... I rode a bike. It had three I'm wheels mute your mic. up and down the driveway. I'm gonna mute your mic all weekend long. <laughs> I'm muting your mic. <laughs> all right, that's just me and you. I rang the bell. Somebody got in my way. All right, so without any training at all, I hopped on a bike and I went nine miles and felt fine. So, like no training, but your mic is still off. They can't hear you. I went nine miles without any training. That's without any training. 26 miles in comparison to nine miles. You're like, Nathan, that's 17 miles difference. Correct. But that was with no training. Imagine having done training. You're talking about like the difference between being able to run one mile without training to running eh, six miles with training, which by the way, 600, six miles is the running portion. So and by the way, I did. I've ran six miles several times. I did a 10K, which is all the running portion of the triathlon is. So all I'm saying is a triathlon is like three easy races versus a marathon being one super long, super hard race. So that's why I think a triathlon, plus you're using different muscles throughout it, a triathlon, in my opinion, would be easier than a marathon. I'm saying all this to say this. Had I gotten a little more of a heads up, I probably would have done the triathlon, but they asked like two months before. And I was like, I'm not in shape. I can't do it. I can't train for a triathlon in two months. So that is the story. They did great. Siri, is a triathlon easier than a marathon? Siri's a robot. She's never ran before. I found this on the web. Mm-hmm. Statistics show that majority of Ironman World Championship finishers have... Hold on. I have to click on it to read further. An Ironman is not a triathlon. Okay. Running in a marathon versus a triathlon. Um, anyone who has ever competed in both would probably agree they're quite different experiences. Let me skip all the way to the end of this article. It, it it's unlikely debates between marathoners and triathletes over which event is harder requires more training or challenges your body most will end anytime soon but any way you slice it competing in a marathon or triathlon is quite a feat and one that is not for the faint of heart that was inconclusive yeah what that they was meant to say was a triathlon is easier than a marathon it's I would say it's harder to train for because you have to find somewhere to swim and you got to buy a bike and everything. Like it's more expensive to train for a triathlon for sure. Cause a marathon you just buy shoes. 
maybe some nice pair of running headphones. Speaking of which, they didn't allow any sort of headphones on this triathlon. Why? I don't know. Rules. All right. What are we... Uh, Three hours later. I'm what sorry. A- I was still reading because it's talking about like many athletes simply just move their legs forward as best they can and they start to shuffle them. And so it's just it's just easier. A marathon? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. No. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> what are we talking Speaking about? Speaking of going nowhere. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so there's these flights um, out of Singapore that they're trying to get going. And they're called flights to nowhere. Just just nowhere? Well, you fly somewhere, but you don't land. You fly and you come back to the same airport. So, okay, so you just do a big circle? Yeah, it's kind of like when you take a train ride. You like just ride around to enjoy the time on a train, but then you still come back to the train same train stop. Like a dinner train. Yeah, kind of like something like that. Okay. Yeah, so to try to boost the airline industry Drag in more Singapore, money. They're, they're, they're advertising flights to nowhere because people miss traveling so much that you can get the idea of still traveling, but still not travel. Okay, real quick. Uh huh. the 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 reason people haven't been traveling, uh-huh. arguably, other than borders being closed and stuff, is because in order to travel by air, you have to be in close proximity to people on an airplane uh-huh. for an extended amount of time. Uh-huh. It's it's not it's not the landing part. It's not the ending up in a different location part. It's it's the actual flying part. It's par- it, okay. Partially, it is ending up in a different location because of quarantine orders. If you go to fly someplace else, then you have to quarantine for like fourteen days before you can actually enjoy the destination. So people aren't flying for that reason. But the other reason is, like you just said, being in close quarters with people and the possibility the increased possibility of spreading coronavirus to each other on a on an airplane. I understand the sentiment. I don't think it really works. I don't think the math works out. Okay, but if the price was right, people go on train rides. It's true. People go on helicopter rides. It's true. I bet if they served decent food... You got an in-flight movie that wasn't, like, released on Netflix or anything. You know how they always have, like, the new releases that aren't actually, like, okay, you've only flown once. Yeah. So sometimes they have new releases that aren't actually out of theaters, and you get to watch those while you're on the plane. Yeah, you're flying first class? No. Never. That would be awesome, though. Yeah. It looks really cool. Maybe this is a chance. Maybe. Anyway. I could see that this could be something. It could be something. Could be. You know, yeah, if the price was right. But, like, if the, if it's, like, normal prices for plane tickets that they are, like, right now. Well, okay, right now they're pretty good prices. But, like, I wouldn't pay a couple hundred dollars to take a flight to nowhere. No. I would actually want to go someplace. I mean, I do enjoy flying. But if I'm just flying around, I want to be in, like, a helicopter. That is pretty cool. Flying in a helicopter. I mean, surely you're probably not going as high. But. No. It probably You, you have more time to look around and but stuff. But that's like part of the cool thing about flying in a helicopter is you can still see the landscape because you're not that right. high. And so it's cool. It's cool if, to see what's below you. I guess, I guess I'm on the same page as you. If the food is right, if the movies and entertainment are right, you know. Maybe a murder mystery plane. Oh. Right? Okay. Then maybe. Okay, a murder mystery plane. Here's another question. It works on trains. That I have. Typically, like those dinner trains, how long do you think those are? Like four hours? I'm trying to remember. I don't, I think it's only like two hours. Oh, really? Okay. Well, maybe that would work then. I was trying to figure out how big of a circle an airplane would have to take. 
to, you know. To safely make a loop. Yeah. And, and, and how long it would take or how big of an, how big of a circle they'd have to take to, to make it like a two hour flight or something mm-hmm. like that. Also new idea. All right. What, where's this Singapore? Yes. Singapore. You guys got to get me on your, on your staff. All right. I'm full of ideas. You ever heard of a Harrier jet? A what? A Harrier jet. A what? A Harrier. It's a jet that can hover. Dude. They could hover up there all day. Wait, is this a real thing? Yeah. So, so. What do they use these for? Military stuff, I think. I. Is this secret information that you have? It's a kill streak in Call of Duty, and it has been for a few (laughs) years. So, (laughs) I don't. Don't know. (laughs) Like most of your knowledge, it comes from video games. Yes. Um. And they say video games don't teach you anything. I've learned so many, so much. You stuff. knew a lot about chemistry because of video games. Yes, there was stuff you learned in video games that you were like, Rebecca, that's this because of this. I played that in a video game once, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't even care where you got the information anymore. I just need help. Right, video games help. Parents, allow your kids to play video games in moderation. Um. Anyway, what was I talking about? Harrier jets. Mm-hmm. Right. So basically, you you go in, you get in the you get in the uh, the jet and just you just go up in the air and you just hover there, like a like a tethered hot air balloon. Kind of, but you're in a in a plane, and so it's more of like a, a hovered restaurant, which gives me an even better idea. <laughs> Screw this whole getting in an airplane thing. Just make a structure on jets like a Harrier jet that just hovers in the air. And then you have the view without having the obstructions and everything. You don't have to like build a big long building and then pay for all that. So we're just going to have restaurants just floating in the air in the future, like floating buildings. Yeah. Like you go in, you find your table, your waiter, your waiter takes your table. And then they have a light that comes on. Everybody buckles up as you go up and then you just hover there. And while you're hovering, you can take your seatbelt off. You can eat food your you waiters are about coming the cabin yeah your waiters are coming all around i'm talking about a full-fledged restaurant hovering in the air hovering in the air. you can and they have big bay windows and if you get a window seat i think you're onto something which those cost a little bit more but imagine how shouldn't they all be window seats like shouldn't the entire thing be glass like you can see out no matter where you're at. Yeah, but I mean, what if there's if the a table in the middle of the... Too? No, that's too dangerous. Where are they going to put the jets? On the corners. And that's another thing. They got to be careful with how much glass they use because the jets could shatter the, the glass, you know? Space-grade glass. Space-grade glass. Okay. All right. We can do that. I think that's possible. I, I think that's pretty cheap these days. Uh, but Black Friday is coming up, so maybe <laughs> wait. Um, no, I think you're onto something. Right? I can see our future. Our future is full of floating restaurants. It would be so cool. And imagine and other businesses. And I wonder if you're not a part of like the state anymore. Like, you know how like casinos have to be on boats on the water because you can't like have them on the land oh, in that yeah. state. So I wonder if you're in the air, if you can have a casino. So then there's, there's going to be floating casinos. Yeah. It would be really scary. Now, it's scary one of her buildings collapse regardless. Mm-hmm. If your restaurant has an engine failure mm-hmm. and it goes plummeting down, do they just make a big parachute? No, you shut off the opposite engine and then you slowly lower on the two functioning engines. Oh hmm. my gosh, I'm so smart. <laughs> Why do you know that? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, it just oh came my to gosh. Me. <laughs> We should be billionaires, Rebecca. <laughs> we could have such a cool, like, restaurant. We could have a cool restaurant. And then, Jonathan Weir and I have that whole Puppy Island idea, which I think we could make millions off of. Yeah. What am I doing? Why am I still a reporter at KMBZ? We're f- a freaking natural-born entrepreneurs. Contact your boss, Jeff Bezos. Okay. And let him know we've got this idea, but don't tell him what it is. Okay. We're going to give him a little portion of it so he knows that we're serious, but he can't know the full thing because he'll take credit for it. You know he will. But we need we need his money to help us. I'll, I'll just send him a quick email. Jeff? 
after my two week paid vacation, I've got something I need to talk to you about. I need a small loan of a billion dollars. <laughs> and your staff for planning things. <laughs> and, and maybe some context, con- contacts to like some engineers, space engineers, maybe. Also, do you know where to get space grade glass? <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> and is it wrong. cheaper on Black Friday or Cyber Monday? You think it'd be better? Can you order it online? I don't know. Yeah, can you order it from Amazon? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Let's find out. Space grade. There's no way. Does Amazon does Amazon sell space grade glass? Yes. No way. It's called smart glass. That's not space grade. That's just good advertising. There's no way SpaceX is like, hey, you guys get the smart glass? Oh, like a glass top stove cover. Oh, I've seen those. usable space. You know, okay. Glass top stoves are made for intense heat. So it would be... The same glass that you're using for your stove would be for the restaurant. Okay, but we're not talking about just heat. We're talking about pressure. There's a lot and of pressure when you're boiling spaghetti, too. Like like on and on the glass or on you to, to cook the right amount of spaghetti? Because <laughs> it's pretty easy to cook the right amount of spaghetti. In fact, it's that hard. That pan of water is heavy. It's putting a lot of pressure on that glass. Have you ever seen a broken glass stove top? Uh, maybe? No. No. No, no you I have, have not. I have not. Okay. And you're always putting heavy pants on there and stuff. You'd think it would have broken by now. You know what amazes me? Speaking of spaghetti and speaking of Amazon, <laughs> how many people order spaghetti off the internet? I really thought you were transitioning to another story, and I was like, what story do we have to ask to do with spaghetti? No, there's so many people that order pasta off the internet. Okay, now why is this a shock to you? Well, okay, it wouldn't be a shock to me if you were only ordering boxes of pasta, but people will order like pasta and a big old thing of laundry detergent and like a two liter. And I'm like, okay, all of these things are heavy except for one, and it's very crushable. Do you think your pasta is going to survive the mail? Probably is it Amazon? Yeah, but like if it's Those in the same box, packers are amazing. No, no it's gonna be fine. You. If it's in the same box as like a two liter and a big heavy thing of laundry detergent and like other stuff that are gonna be kind of jostled around a little bit, like uh, no matter how is the pasta much, in a box or a bag? Well, there's some that are in bags. If it's flat, it should be fine. Okay, but what if the box gets tipped upside down? Only if it it's like broken over something is it going to crush the pasta? I disagree. Like if you split it in half, like you would have to like break it because you're not going to just crush it. You're telling it's not me like a cracker. You're telling me there's no amount of pressure that you could apply to a thing of spaghetti to crush no, it. No, I believe there is a amount of pressure. I don't believe laundry detergent is enough pressure to crush spaghetti. When are we going to start doing science experiments in the vent line? Pretty soon. Because I feel like okay, we need Okay, we're going to have to try this. Okay. How much pressure does it take to crush, to crush pasta? pasta? Also, people order a lot of chips. you can't throw it on top of there. You've just got to like roll it like it would in shipping. <laughs> Here's a little pro tip, by the way, uh, for anybody ordering uh, stuff off Amazon. And I'll stop talking about Amazon after this. If you're going to order chips off Amazon order no more than two bags at a time because we can, we have a little safety guard thing that we can put in the box, but that safety guard is only big enough to hold two bags of chips unless they're small bags. So don't order more than two because anything over two, they're just going to be in the bag with all the he- in the rest of the box with all the heavy stuff and they might get crushed. That box goes on its side or on its top. Pfft, say goodbye to your chips. You got potato crumbs. Pro tip right there. That's a pro tip. Don't order more than two bags of chips. Also, pro tip, stop ordering chips off the internet. Why? Just go to the store and buy your chips. What if they can't find those chips at their store? That is the but only they know exception. They're on Amazon. If you're ordering Doritos, if you're ordering ranch, no, cool, cool ranch, or what's the, the nacho cheese, 
Doritos off the internet, you got to start rethinking some things, my guy. Like, there's just better options. And just go to the store. You and I order those, like, mangoes, the dried mangoes, because you can't get them that good in the store. We order those from Amazon. I cannot get that brand in the store. If I could, I those would just go amazing, to the store. Those are amazing, by the way. I know. What? I was eating some the other day. I have and I not had those more. for a long time, because since I got my teeth aligners in, I don't get to snack during the day. Yeah. Which you would think by now I would have lost weight, but I haven't. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, what are those mangoes called? Called? who makes those uh, they're like philippine brand or something like that i don't and they're dried mangoes and they're amazing it's like a 32 ounce bag though it's like 20 something dollars it's for like 26 and by gosh it's worth every dollar 26? i need to order some more is it really i think it is for like 32 ounces but that's that's a decent price i mean you Here figure they are philippine brand naturally naturally you found that really quick mm-hmm. because it's in my okay philippine dried mangoes philippine brand naturally delicious dried mangoes tree ripened value bag 30 ounces it is 21 dollars and 19 cents free shipping for prime members these are amazing yeah you can make yourself sick off of eating too many of them it's true you actually can Okay, Rebecca, it is 45 minutes in and we've talked about one story. What one story did we talk about? Oh, Uh, the flights to nowhere. The the flights to nowhere. Also, I ordered something else from Amazon like six months ago for the show. But I pre-ordered it. And on September 29th, the Office Children's Book will arrive and we're going to read it on the podcast. Okay. Wait, what day? September 29th. Okay. Assuming we're still alive then. Because the world is supposed to be ending soon? (sighs) Or not till November? Yeah, not till November. And we don't even know that it's ending. We just know it's going... We don't even know. There is a theory. It's going to get real cray-cray. Okay. Around November. It may... Okay. So a few episodes ago, maybe like five... I talked about this conspiracy theory that I was like, okay, I I don't like the conspiracy theories and I've been pushing them all away and like, that's stupid. But there was this one conspiracy theory that made me think. And it was like some pastor that was talking about these dreams that he had. And I was like, I think he might be onto something. But okay, so he had all these dreams And several of them have come true already. And he had two more dreams that haven't come true yet. And one of them that was was that there was going to be more shutdowns in September, which I guess I would say like the schools having to go online, except for Grace's school, the schools having gone online. But other than that, I haven't seen like more shutdowns yet. Yeah. I think it's episode 92, by the way. Uh, it's called Probably the End. <laughs> yes, that is it. <laughs> uh, um, but then he talks about in November, like really bad, like civil war in the United States and like Russia and China, mm-hmm. like their soldiers or something here. Anyway, yeah. So this conspiracy theory, and then I saw this article here in Kansas City. Gosh, dang it. About um, this Shawnee Mission commissioner on his Facebook page. I believe he posted this yesterday. He basically told the citizens that they need to arm themselves. He says he sees civil war is on its way. He sees this and signs with police brutality and then people rising up against the police force and, you know, going after them and attacking them and people getting upset over the mask orders and everything. And he's saying people need to go out. They need to buy themselves a firearm, ammo, And they need to be trained on how to use it so that they can protect themselves. And I'm not saying this is going to happen, but I'm saying this is a public official (laughs) confirming with the conspiracy theory. And maybe he'd watched the same video I watched. That's probably what it was. Yeah. He may have watched the same video that I watched, but I'm like, 
I've been keeping an eye out. Like, Just okay, I don't think this is going to happen, but I'm going to watch for these signs and see if this dude is right. You know, he probably just ate something. Those were weird dreams. But now this Shawnee Mission com- Shawnee Mission Commissioner is saying to arm yourselves because he sees something coming. And mm. I'm just saying, I'm not saying, I'm just saying you know, it's, it's nothing, but it's something. You never know, you know? I mean, he's a, he's a commissioner in Shawnee Mission. What does he know, right? Yeah. I did say it could be crazy on that episode that come September, depending on how things go, I would probably buy a gun and I'm realizing right now, Rebecca, this is such bad timing because they just announced new graphics cards and I really planned on getting a new graphics card for my computer <laughs> in October. Uh, and if the world the is going to poop, the uh, I can either get the graphics card and stay home and have a great time or I get the gun and protect myself or you could just keep living at home where there probably already is one yeah like a 22 my dad isn't a gun guy all right he's got (laughs) he's got a revolver for himself and he's gonna be like here nathan have this 22 try not to hurt anybody and i'll be like dad i couldn't even if i tried isn't that against the point of protecting yourself like here take this gun and try not to hurt anybody I was just making a point <laughs> that I couldn't even if I tried. It's like a Dude, glorified BB don't gun. Don't come any closer. I'm really going to try not to hurt anybody. Please do not come any closer or else I have to shoot you and you'll find out how much of a joke this caliber is. <laughs> my dad told me not to hurt anybody, so please don't come any closer. It probably like my dad told me not to hurt anybody. Good thing he gave me a 22. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Sorry, that's probably too what aggressive. 20, it doesn't quite sound What is like a that. 22 used for, usually? Uh, I don't know much about Shooting targets. I don't, I don't, maybe like, maybe. Is it like for birds? Maybe like small birds. Is it basically like a BB gun? You know what a 22 is really good for? Shooting the neighbor's dog whenever they're, <gasps> t- sh- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, what? hold on. Okay. Whenever they're attacking your animals. Which you animals? Because if it's chickens, leave it. Goats. Okay. Baby goats. Oh. If a neighbor dog is continuously attacking your baby goats. What kind of dog? Whatever. Because if it's like a hopsalopsa or something, then you can just go pick that thing up. I don't know what that word that you just said is. It's a fluffy little dog. No, like, I don't know, man. Whatever whatever your neighbor's hop. Probably like a blue healer or something. But anyway, if if you shoot it with a a 22, it's not going to do anything. It's going to be like, you're gonna shoot it in like the meat of its thigh or something, like shoot so it. that it it's just like uh, getting a spanking. You could shoot it in the meat of its eye, and it's not no, gonna do anything. No, it's not gonna do anything. The eye is like the groin of the face. It's not. It, regardless, you could shoot it in the groin of the groin, and it's not gonna do anything. <laughs> so it's a twenty-two. Kids, if you're listening, do not shoot anybody shoot in anybody the eye <laughs> anywhere with a twenty-two. All right, could cause damage. This is exaggerated for content. <laughs> but if you do shoot somebody with a 22, probably not going to be the end of the world. Well, depending on the timing of the end of the world. Ah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Anyway, I really hope nothing goes bad in September so I don't have to buy a gun. You know, I only got so much money and I well, really want a graphics card. September. That's true. Things are looking up. Well, knock on wood. I mean, you might be getting a two-week paid vacation here pretty soon. That's true. Your eyes just lit up when I said that. <laughs> if Grace would stop hiding in a room. <laughs> you know the episode of The Office where Dwight talks about not coddling the immune system and wanting people to, like, cough in his face yeah, and they're, like, coughing yeah, and sneezing on his sandwich? That's, that's what you're asking Grace to do right now. Is it so much to ask? I'm just trying to get COVID. <laughs> It's a pandemic. Everybody's getting COVID but me. (laughs) Why do I have to be so healthy? Why did I have to eat dirt as a kid and just build this just... This is because I ate rocks that one time, isn't it? Steal immune system. I knew that was a bad idea. (laughs) Knew it. (laughs) No, man. This, uh, I I will say, uh, I've been reading, I just so happen at this point in time to be reading through Revelation. Mm Mm-hmm. Which 
if you never are read you reading through, through it right now because of the conspiracy episode no, we did. i promise i'm not it just happens i i read through the you new just, testament you just opened it to to the last part of the bible no. and i was like i guess i'll just happen to read through revelation at the same time that it seems like it's the end of the world i i read through the new testament and once i get through it then i just restart and typically i'll read like a passage in the old testament passage in the new testament and then a psalm well i haven't really been reading a whole lot of the old testament because i got tired of being confused so i've just been reading the new testament and a psalm but it's still fine you got tired of being confused so you're like let's give revelation a try <laughs> I just so happen, okay, to be at that point. I'm just almost done with the New Testament. And then I'll go back to Matthew and read that story for the 1500th time in my life. When are they going to come out with the Bible too? Anyway, that's a different story. Okay, wow. But, but I happen to be reading through Revelation. And I don't know if you know this or not. There's a whole lot of fire in Revelation. And like it goes through like the, the seven seals and the seven trumpets and mm -hmm. all of that. And like I'm and trying, the prostitute giving birth, and then the yeah, the I just read that yesterday. Monster like grabbing it, or the the creature grabbing it up and eating it. And the beast, beast. Yeah, there we go. yeah, dude. There's some creepy stuff in Revelation, and the angels don't sound nice. No, like all the eyes, and, okay, and multiple wings, and well, like a little side tangent here because uh -huh. that's basically what this whole podcast is anyway. <laughs> side tangent. I have yes. been scared of angels my entire life. And you are the only person that's been like, yeah, angels are kind of scary. They don't sound fun to look at by any means. Like in the movies, they're cool. And yeah. then you read about them in the Bible and you're like, oh my gosh, Yo. I would be petrified to see one. Yeah. Friggin' be not afraid. Well, maybe don't look like that. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe have less eyeballs. I don't know. It maybe. has like the same amount of eyes as a spider. Ugh. What if angels are spiders, stop, Nathan? Stop. We're going back to Revelation because that's way less scary okay. than what you just said right there. Anyway, I've been trying to read through like the break, the opening of the seven seals and the the sounding of the seven trumpets, and like trying to identify where we're at, you know. And I'm like, has that happened yet? Have we witnessed that in the You've last? You got year the or two? checklist. You're just yeah. in your Bible. There's checks marking off what's happened and what hasn't happened. I've basically got the end of the world bingo going on while I'm reading through <laughs> Revelation, and I'm like, Did huh. you see the fire tornado in California? Okay, no, but it's well, yes, I did, and it's stuff like that that uh -huh. I'm going like, All right, uh, at what point is a third of the world on fire? All right, that's. That's seal four. Okay. We had Australia, California, uh -huh. Washington, Oregon, uh, and Nevada. Just Colorado. Like that whole course. Okay. Yeah, dude. I'm like, we still got a ways to go. We still got a ways, but hey, we but still got a few months. Do they mean actual fire? And do they mean a literal third of the world? Because it's Revelation here. You know, there's a lot of go. There's a lot going on. There. Okay, I'm gonna stop interrupting you. Um, but anyway, it's uh, it's a whole experience reading through revelation and then like looking at the news and you're like oh <laughs> yeah i read about that weird i heard that somewhere I heard that somewhere but anyway regardless i don't think that we're as close to the end of the world as most people think though the bible does say that nobody knows right when that day will come um not even jesus i, I and by the way the whole Mark of the Beast thing, just going to debunk the whole masks turning into that real quick. The amount of gnarly things that have to happen, and I'm using gnarly in both a positive and negative way here. The amount of gnarly things that have to happen leading up to the whole marking of the beast on the forest, on the on the for, forehead or, forehead, yeah. or the, the hand. Uh -huh. The amount of things. The mask is the first step, Nathan. That has to happen. For that to happen, the masks are the doors opening to the market. The mark? No, dude, it's not. You'd have to be wearing masks for a whole long time, or mm -hmm. else the first. But doesn't like, it feel like it? Like when you're in the heat and you have a mask on that you've been wearing it for like a whole long time. No, I wear a mask every single day for work, and it feels in an fine. air conditioned building. And Whatever, you, I'm still okay, anyway, I'm still totally ahead. active. Go ahead, go ahead. And I have worn it in the heat. I've worn a mask more than you. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is <laughs> we're a long ways from the Mark of the Beast. Knock on wood. There's a lot of stuff. You're going to see it coming. It's not going to be like, oh, guys, 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 guys. What if this is the Mark of the Beast? No, bro. There's so much stuff 
that has to happen, you're going to be like, this could be the, the least of your concerns, especially if you're a Christian, because you're already going to have a different mark. Nobody talks about that. Are you post-trib or, or pre-trib? I'm, I am 100%. It doesn't freaking matter. <laughs> I'll leave when I leave. Either I'm here or I'm not. That's the least of my concerns. If you're concerned about pre-trib or post-trib, your priorities, brother, you got to get them in check because you're worrying about the wrong things. Are we running out of music? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for uh, listening to- 100th episode on Friday. <laughs> Join us. Live stream. Inappropriate. I got a balloon 99. drop. <gasps> I just revealed it. The big surprise. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, so if you want to see that, join us on Friday at 8 p.m. for the live stream. Episode 100. 100. But until then, my name is Nathan. And I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs>